back here to see you all. And we've got Steve, as always. How are you doing, Steve, the cricket guy? Evening, Matt. Yeah, yeah. good to be here. Glad to be here. And uh, after a four days test cricket, it's lovely to be on the Cricket Fan Show. Good, good. And we've got Tony the Legend. You're here, as um, always. Hey, Thank you very much. Good to see good you. To see yeah. as well. And a, and a couple of sunny cricket days just to cheer us all up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we're firmly, anyone watching, we're firmly in the summer sun in the UK. It's actually due to rain tomorrow. But apart from that, it's it's been glorious this week. And it's going to be glorious next week, apart from tomorrow. And it's been beautiful. It's hot and sweaty. There's lots of people playing cricket. It's the cricket season. And there's England versus New Zealand at the moment. And look, it's it started off very entertaining and it became even more of a, a situation that everybody transfixed on with Ollie Robinson. Um, so the boys are going to talk about that and the game. So over to you, Steve uh, and Tony, carry on. Cheers, Mac. Thank you very much. Yeah, so Tony, obviously got loads to talk about from the two full days of cricket that we've had. But first things first, probably ought to touch on the uh, controversy surrounding um, Ollie Robinson. So obviously, he was called into the squads for the first time. He's had a very, very good domestic season so far. You know what it's like in English cricket when these guys that have never played a test match start getting features written about them in, you know, in the Telegraph and the Guardian, and they start getting reported on and uh, mentioned that the pros in, in who do the journalism in the county circuit, they know, they know who's going to get a call up. And it was no surprise where Robinson got, got um, called into the squad. And then of course, you know, he was facing competition from, from Overton and, and others to, to maybe be, um, be picked for the team. But then he got in the team and he started off and, and he had a, a good day. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But then during the day, it came to light about his um, tweets from when he was what, 18, 19 years old. So what, seven or eight years ago, um, which were, were not acceptable. The language in them, the attitudes that they show are, are, are not acceptable and not. Um, and, and I don't, you know, and, and they're certainly not acceptable in 2021. But let's face it, they weren't acceptable seven or eight years ago either. Um, so it. it, it took the focus off a bowling performance, which was was noteworthy for his first day in Test cricket, and put it onto something um, in, entirely different. Um, Tony, what, what were your thoughts on that when you when when the news broke about that? Yeah, well, first of all, um, yeah, I, I don't know, it's seven, eight, nine years ago, he was eighteen. Uh, um, inexcusable. I don't care whether twelve or one hundred and twelve. Um, those sort of, of of tweets are inexcusable um what can we say in mitigation i believe his parents had uh, divorced he was really in the midst of uh, shall we say family turmoil and uh, i think he was pr- probably i don't know for sure but the story is that he was on a bit of a bender and um he wrote the he wrote these disgusting treats um I find a couple of things surprising about it. It's eight or nine years ago or whatever, and yet it didn't come to light until the day he played his first game for England. Mm. Is that coincidental? Is it somebody who's got it in for him? That doesn't, I'm not dismissing the, the tweets in any way, shape or form, and I think he will have to pay some form of, of punishment for that. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what the ECB uh, decide. Secondly, the ECB themselves, he's been a, um, what shall we say, a well-known cricketer for two or three years now, mm. and Sussex and, and the ECB should both have been aware 
of, of what had happened and i and i feel that it is um a little bit sad that they didn't do their homework sufficiently and um uh, the the lad then got uh, obviously rightly heavily criticized and and had to make an apology which okay it's a, and, and, I, and i i do believe that he was young and 18 and i believe now that at, that at 26 nearly 27 um he is i'm sure a changed man that doesn't take away from the um if you like the the the, the crime of, of, of what he did and the fact that he must have he must pay some sort of punishment on the on the, uh, uh, in the cricket um realms so that he can be seen to have if you like done penance for what he's done Carson. yeah yeah i, I think it's, it's you're right i mean certainly in 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 all, in all of his days on earth yesterday was the most high profile day he's ever had and, and the fact they came to light yesterday i think is, is not coincidental um i suppose it's quite quite interesting I, i've seen you know michael vaughan on the bbc and, and others saying you know you'd have thought that the ecb would have done their, their due, due yeah, diligence and known how to handle that yeah I, I i do i do too i, I suppose there's a there's, there's two ways of looking at that um I, i'm a little bit and I'm not saying this is what Vaughan was suggesting, but some people seeming to suggest that, well, why on earth didn't he delete them? It's like, well, you know, that's a good question. But that's not really the point for me. It's not the fact that he, he, these have been found that's the issue. The, the fact is that he felt, felt it was okay to express these views and, and, and in, 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 in public and to have those sorts of statements and to use the kind of language that he has. Um, and I'm not going to repeat the language on 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 this on on, the, on this um, live stream or this podcast today because I don't think there's any place for it. Um, but um, but really, I, for me, it's it's that it should have been found by the ECB. They should have been aware of it so that they could have made sure that he he was given direction and um, and and um, you know put on a path and made sure he was on a path um to to always, you know to take always, it seriously it's always, it's always to, it better to if you like own up before yeah. it's found um yeah. and, and that creates a better um image if you like yeah. Yeah, I, I, the deletion mm -hmm. point he probably just hoped that time had made them go away mm -hmm. that's a little bit naive because there are people who store these things up ready to use at the appropriate moment and, mm -hmm. and they and those people who had it in for him decided that this was the appropriate moment yeah. um, however as a person i think he showed today great personal backbone in that he came back today and he bowled well he got wickets in fact only for broad dropping what was next door to a dolly catch he would have got a fifer and been up uh, on the honours board at Lords, which would have perhaps created even more of a furore. So maybe it was just as well that Broad dropped the catch. But uh, <laughs> it, it did. It did show, I think, that there, he is a new man. He mm. is resilient, and he mm. stood up and was counted when um, 
Yeah, in a, yeah, on a difficult yeah. day. Yeah, I must admit, I, I wondered. What, I wondered if he would take the field this morning. I wondered if he would he would be fit to play, or or, the, or if the England camp felt he would be able to play, which obviously would have had a big knock on effect. Got lots of folk watching this evening. Really, really keen for anyone watching live to give us uh, give us your views about that. Were you were you surprised when you saw Robinson come out and continue playing today? Did you think he should have done or shouldn't have done? I, I think in the context of a game where he's been selected, it's very difficult for the other twenty one players playing. Um, uh, the um, you know um, to um, uh, to have to have taken a player out, it could have could have disrupted the game in in a way. It's not like in these were tweets he sent last week. These were these were old. So I think it was personally, I think it was okay that he continued to play as long as he was able to. And his performance today suggests he did. Diego's very kindly sent us a message there, but unfortunately, um, I'm uh, I don't speak Spanish, Diego. So I'm afraid I don't know. Um, you're asking us a question about our notifications on on YouTube, and um, do we notify? I think if I can decipher that if you're asking if we say if we're live on youtube we do normally mac looks after all of those sorts of things and i think normally make, makes people know we're live on on uh, on youtube um but uh, sorry if i've misinterpreted your question certainly, certainly you can get us on youtube after this um yeah, yeah. Um, and and Rashad is asking us if we're covering the ICC World Test Championships. We certainly are. We're really looking forward to the game that's coming up between India and New Zealand, um, very much so. And we'll be we'll be talking about that. And in fact, um, we, we've I've written a, a series of articles reviewing the top four teams who finished at the top of the World Test Championship table: um, England, New Zealand, Australia, and India. In in some depth, looking at, at some stats, looking at some ones that perhaps um, you might not have, have, have looked at before: first innings performances and, and so on and so forth. Um, these are all available on Medium. And before the end of the show, Amrisha, we will be putting up and, and mentioning those. And certainly if you look at the, um, um, uh, looking at the, um, um, at my Twitter feed, the SFTV underscore cricket, there's plenty of, uh, plenty of links to them. I, I posted yeah. them all up this, uh, yesterday. And as a small sideline, it'd be very interesting that, that mm. the World Test Championship because New Zealand will be, I would consider, finely honed for that match, whereas India will almost be coming into it stone cold. So they will. It's very, very interesting mm -hmm. to see the, the outcome of it, because at the moment, uh, I think everybody would uh, view India as the likely favourites. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, the, the preparation that New Zealand are going to have with these mm -hmm. two tests, I think, is uh, going to benefit them enormously. Yeah, I think you're right. And Amisha saying he thinks Indians will be flocking to this Twitch channel soon. Well, let's let's hope so, Amisha. We're, we're we're looking forward to. We really like Indian cricket. I've also written um, written lots of um, um, lots of well, a long article on the IPL as well, which which although it got curtailed, you might find interesting. Um, so tell your friends about this this Twitch channel and uh, and that we're on YouTube as well. Um, and also, I think Mac puts us on Facebook. And afterwards, when we're not live. Um, we, you can also get us on all your podcasting platforms as well as a as a podcast after the fact as well. So plenty of ways, but we love it when you're on with us live because it's great to get your comments. So Tony, let, let's turn to the game itself, um, and because I think the first thing to talk about from my perspective was the England selections. Um, the the I was really surprised when I saw the team. Well, how about you? Well, as you know, last week I I said I fancied England to win. Uh, that was before they picked the team that they picked. Uh, now, it could still be proven wrong, but I still I think that the number of left-handers that New Zealand have got uh, and um, the way the wicket is looking to be going because of the dry spell we've had, I think we will regret not having a spinner. Um, 
even if it was uh, what would be a, 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 an off spinner to the left handers. Um, I think that the fact that Joe Root had to bowl over 12 overs in the first day mm -hmm. tells you all about whether what the selection was like. I've heard a lot of people say, well, if you pick Jack Leach, for example, who would you leave out out of the four bowlers? I wouldn't have left out one of them. I'd have left out one of the batsmen. You've got to, I've often said this, that it's time that batsmen took responsibility. And, and with Bracey, who is um, an opening or a number three bat at the worst, coming in what would be at six, I think then you, you, you would have, your, your, have Robinson um, at seven. I think it would be up to the top six batsmen to score enough runs. If you looked at what New Zealand did uh, in the first two days, they have scored enough runs, probably not to lose the match. But it was down to one man who um, scored 200 on debut and before being run out. I, God knows how many records <laughs> he's broken and equaled. And it was unbelievable. What yeah. I was impressed about was he didn't make a single mistake. I didn't see him give a chance. I didn't hear of him in, in the times I wasn't watching give a chance. And the fact that England had four bowlers, uh, pace bowlers, and no spinners uh, of, of renown. I mean, okay, Joe is, is a handy, occasional wicket breaker, despite the four for eight that he took at one time in India or whatever it was. Um, I think our attack was too samey. I agree, Tony. That's exactly what I, I tweeted, actually, that I thought it looked a bit samey. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you about Root. I think Root is actually a, is a better spinner than an occasional spinner. I understand why he, he bowls himself on occasion rather than as a frontline spinner. I don't think he's probably quite good enough to be a frontline spinner, but he's certainly better than a better than a declaration bowler as well. Then, um, but when I saw the lineup, I thought, yeah, I mean, you know, would would I Anderson Broad and Robinson are all fairly similar. Woods a little different, of course, because he's shorter and he and he's and he's quicker. He bowled very quickly um, on the first day, I think. Um, but I, I was worried with that attack with two. With Anderson and Broad are both obviously older, and their workload needs to be is being managed by Root. You can see he doesn't generally bowl them for long spells. Now I think Robinson can be a bit of a workhorse, but would you have to be very careful with his load, particularly across a whole a whole Test match? Um, and I did wonder if we, we were we were a, a, a bowler short. Uh, I re really did. And I did wonder if, you know, maybe when they were thinking about selecting the squad, if they were really, really worried about, about getting enough batting in the side and having a spinner in, maybe, maybe this would have been a good test to try Matt Critchley um, from, from Derbyshire, the leg spinner, who, who can bat, could, could probably going, comfortably bat on number seven. Wickets again since, since uh, the squad was announced. Yeah. The other thing, yeah. of course, one has to say, and uh, okay, let's hope it doesn't happen, but it's quite possible that if Root bowls what we would call too many overs, there's an outside chance that it could affect his batting. I yeah. mean, he's in there as the captain and the batsman. He's not in there to bowl too many overs. It would be like the years and years ago, Doug Walters of Australia, who used to they used to bring on if they were desperate for a wicket. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I would talk about is Broad. Mm -hmm. Broad was wicketless. He'd been, mm -hmm. He was made. He was made vice captain, which means he's going to play in both the tests. Uh, that, or that's to my mind. I can't see them dropping that. But now Broad's test strike rate is a wicket every fifty-seven balls, eight overs or so. Mm -hmm. Question: 
How many overs has Broad bowled since he last took a test wicket? Oh, that's a very good question, Tony. I, I go on. One, you're going to have to tell one. me. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go on. 77. Really? 77. And his strike rate is about eight. Eight overs. What a wicket every eight overs. And he hasn't taken a wicket in 77 overs. Wow. Plus wow. The, other th the other thing, and I've heard, I heard this just being discussed in a more tactful manner than I'm going to put it by Michael Bourne, and he's not the most tactful of people. Um, <laughs> when Anderson and Broad are on the team together, they are a very powerful duo, and it takes all of Root's strength as captain to, if you like, be positive and take, take the reins. Mm -hmm. Several times today, and I mean probably upwards nearly to 10, I saw Anderson and Broad conversing with one another as to what they would do. Uh, and um, I feel that we should adopt the procedure of playing one of the two of them in each, in each test uh, until we get to Australia. Then we have to think again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I also noticed that sometimes Wood and, and Robinson were coming into bowl and they had Anderson and Broad at mid on and mid off, and after every ball they were kind of getting it and they were shining oh, yeah. it and they were talking to them, and um, and that was that. I thought, God, you know, that might be good, but also, you know, sometimes you just need to let these guys bowl. Robinson's got into the test side, bowling his way, doing things how he wants to do them. There was also a bit towards the end of the, the first day. I don't know if you noticed when. Um, Root was gesturing to Anderson. He wanted him to come on to bowl again for to to, to the end, at the end of the day. And Anderson was kind of doing that thing where he was pretending pretending he couldn't yeah. see him. Yeah. But like you know, look yeah. at he, he actually did the comedy. Who me? At one point, it was really quite funny. Um, uh, it was really really funny. So before we move away from the England selection, uh, uh, Amrish has asked us a question. Asked if we think that England have become too root heavy. Um, and, you know, noting that he carried England through Sri Lanka and, and, and the win in, in Chennai. And, and you know, Amrish is making the point, if he doesn't score, England don't do well. Um, I think that's a really interesting point, Amrish. What I would say is one of my article about England that, that's on Medium um, really looks at the problems that England's top three have had. Um, and, um, and, and I think I would probably categorise it. I don't know if England are too root heavy. Um, he's, doing, he's doing his thing. Um, but they are definitely top three light. I think Burns, um, I'm jumping around a bit, but Burns batted very well today and I think is looking very good. Um, but England's England's top three in the first knock of the game, so either in innings number one or innings number two in the first half of the game, in 2021 are averaging 18. Um, that you know that they're, they're not batting, you know, that how many, how many not batting for very long either in terms of number of balls. Root is getting out to the middle very, very early in England's first innings, um, in almost every test, uh, and, and across the world test championship as well. That whole piece, the England top three only average 30. Um, it's, it's not enough runs and it's not enough time. Um, so I would probably categorize it, Amrishar is saying, I don't think England are too root heavy. I think they're too top three light. Tony, what, what, what's your take on, on Amrishar's well, I, question? I, I, give you, I agree with you totally. Um, I took one look at Devon Conway, and the one thing that struck me throughout the whole of his innings was it was what I call a test innings, and he left the ball supremely well. Some yeah. are even close to the for comfort, but he wasn't tempted into playing injudicious shots. Crawley got out today 
to an injudicious shot. He was he did the same thing when he was in India. If you're going to build a test innings, you've got to get in before you start playing that sort of shot. Even Burns tonight, in the last but one over, he um, Southie bowled a ball outside the off stump and Byrne went for a flashy off drive and completely missed the ball. And that was the penultimate over when he was playing for tomorrow morning. Yeah. They've got to learn to build an innings. Sibley has it within him to build a win innings, but I feel a bit sorry for him. I wouldn't have picked him for this test, mainly because with his broken finger, he had hardly had any cricket. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's just the same as in football. You can play all you like in the nets, but it's match practice that counts. And, and mm -hmm. to see the ball seaming around or whatever out on the pitch. And Sibley had, I think, had a couple of innings before he was picked in the squad. And, and that's, frankly, to me, not enough. And, and I, I felt, okay, he got quite a good ball, but he did play across it a bit. But nevertheless, I just feel he, he has the temperament to build an innings, but as yet he, he needs more match practice. Yeah, it, it was it, it was a good ball he got today. Also, he got a fairly bowler friendly decision from uh, from the umpire. I mean, it was there was two umpires calls in terms of where the ball um, hit hit the pad and, and when it was whether it was going to go on and hit the stump. So he could count himself a little bit unlucky with that. Yeah, but yeah. but he looked a bit scratchy. He wasn't out there very long. He was only out there for fifteen as, minutes. As, as, was, as was bound to happen. Bound to yeah. happen. Nevertheless, yeah. as you you were saying, Amrisha, uh, are we too root heavy? I think that uh, Steve's view is, I agree with it. Not often I agree totally with him, but I do tonight. <laughs> I think we're top three light rather than root heavy. I rather yeah. you can't have, I mean, roots in the side and he is good. You might just as well say India are Kohli heavy or, or, or Australia are Steve Smith heavy or whatever. Um, no, we need to solve the top three. I've always been a Burns fan, but I have this feeling that he's only good for 60 or 70. It'd be see, interesting to see how many he gets tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, but we certainly got to find some more top order batsmen who are prepared mm -hmm. to play a test innings. Not, yeah. a, not a flashy county innings, a test innings. In in those, those first innings across the World Test Championship I was talking about. So 69... Numbers one, two, and three um, batted across across the test matches, across the twenty-three tests. There, bearing in mind this is the first innings only, so you know when you're trying to respond either to somebody else's knock or certainly set up the game. Forty-two percent of those innings were for zero to nine runs, under ten runs. Forty-two percent of the top three knocks in the World Test Championship were for less than ten, and, and only twenty-three percent of them were for fifty or more. Um, Burns stands out. Averaging 39, nearly nearly 40, and he faces 90 balls on average. Sibley, 24, faces just under 70 balls. So he's he's he's, he's he usually gets gets there to the crease. He doesn't normally get out quite as quickly as he did today. Crawley's averaging 51, um, and and facing 90 balls. Of course, that was massively inflated. It's a pretty small sample with his 267 against Pakistan. When you take that out, which arguably is unfair, but if you take it out. Then actually he's averaging twenty-seven, and he's um, and he's and he's facing less than sixty balls. So, you know, that's that's just not enough time overall across the the World Test Championship. You know, the top three 
individually are, are, are averaging 70 balls each, 73 balls each. So you're going to get Root out. He's going to be out batting, you know, within the first 20 odd overs. Then, you know, that's particularly actually if it's the first day of a test match, probably bringing the poor bloke out just before lunch every time. If <laughs> the way that they're going, we're not that many on the board. So pretty, pretty, um, pretty difficult for, for England. So let, let's finish talking about the England innings as that, as that was today, just to run that off before going back to talk a bit about, about how New Zealand did. Um, so certainly for England's innings with a bat, I thought Burns looked quite good. He was a little bit scratchy when he first went out, but he, but he settled down and he, and he played pretty well. He seemed to know where his off stump was um, today. Spoken about about Sibley getting a slightly unlucky decision, but but not a great bit of footwork to get himself in a bit of a tangle. Crawley had an absolute brain melt with a big booming drive to Southie, which was he was being set up for it. He was being set up for it as well, and it, it was just a three card trick from an from a swing bowler, and and you know just cramp him, cramp him, give him a bit of space, but move it the other way. I mean, it was just. It was, it was, you could see it coming. I mean, he might as well have handed him a card and told him what he was going to do with it, and he still would have fallen for it. So not not, not good, not good. And then Root, I thought, batted, batted well and, and, you know, batted, you know, quite within himself. But you know with Root that he, he can he can go through the gears as the game demands. Yeah. The, the wow. Kiwi bowling today was was also um, interesting. Sorry, Tony, did you want to say yeah. something about, about I just want to say about Joe, a final thing about Joe Root before we move on. Joe Root has scored those runs despite the fact that England have failed in the top three. I think the average in the last 10 tests, 10 tests the England have been 25 for two on average when Root has come <laughs> to the wicket. Amazing stat. Yeah. Now, just think if he came to the wicket when he hadn't got that pressure on him and was able to settle in and play, he could have scored even more runs than he's scoring now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, I think he he is for that reason. He's probably a, a, even now an underrated batsman. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right. I think he, he, he if he was able to come in, you know, 150 for two rather than yeah. you know, then he would be in a much stronger place with a with a with a bowling attack with a, an older ball, which is very important in 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 many conditions, not least in England. Um, and you know, but he's coming in and the ball's still fairly new. It's and and he's and there's not a lot of runs on the board, and and you know, and it's not not a good situation with the and bowling. I, I thought it was interesting that with with no bolt in the side that Jameson was given the um, was given the the new ball, and I thought he bowled okay. I thought his first spell he looked a little bit like he was looking to. I don't know, do something a bit magic and, and try to create a moment of magic rather than just have a ball to a plan. He was a bit both sides of the wickets. Southie was terrific in, in whenever he bowled and, and, and just looked like he had it on a piece of string. I thought actually that the, the Kiwi bowlers got a bit more out of the new ball than the England bowlers did, um, which was interesting. Um, and then Colin de Grandhome came on and bowled, and uh, and you know with his with his Billy Ray Cyrus locks and his and his uh, his you know his sort of big beefy oh, guy coming oh, trundling in. Problems. Yes, yeah, looks my my word the county the, the counties have, have made him a made an error in not bringing the Grandhome over for the last ten years, haven't they? He would have taken a hatful of wickets yeah, with that, that pace in, uh, in county moved, cricket. He would have moved the ball sideways in some of the English. He would. He would. He would. And then, thank, thank goodness, from our point of view, that Trent Bolt has only just arrived in the country today or tomorrow. I think yeah. one of the two. Uh, yeah. if, if he'd have been there, I think we really might have been up against it. Yeah. Um, for bowling point of view, and I, I go back now then to talk, to talk a little bit about um, uh, um, Devon 
um, yeah. or Conway. Yeah. Uh, and and from the English point of view, I was listening to Jeremy Coney, the one-time New Zealand uh, captain, <laughs> and he made to me a very good uh, point. He said the only bowler who troubled Conway was Mark Wood. He hit he hit Conway twice, and he made him feel uncomfortable quite a bit with the short ball. And when we opened up this morning, Root opened with. And, of course, they're two great bowlers, uh, probably still good bowlers, very good bowlers. He opened with Anderson and Broad. And, and Jeremy Coney said, to me, you open with the bowler who is performing well. If you've got all pace bowlers, it doesn't really matter who opens unless one is particularly better with the new ball rather than with the older ball as it gets, mm -hmm. it gets older. Mm -hmm. He could not understand why Wood didn't open um, this morning, and and I I share that opinion. I think that um, raw pace and the, and the wicket was was quicker than it was yesterday. I mean, yesterday yeah. Wood was pounding in, but he was only getting the ball just above waist high when he was bowling mm. the short stuff. But yeah. today the pitch was much much quicker, and mm. and I think that uh, they should have opened with Wood to put a bit more pressure uh, on Conway. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying he would have got him out, but he would have maybe put some more pressure on him. Well, well, if you're the captain and you're asking yourself, who is it that the guy that's coming in with a big score overnight doesn't want to face? Yeah. That's, that's how you should be approaching that. Yeah. But again, I, I, I go back to whether or not it's dressing room culture and Anderson and Broad are the senior guys and such senior guys that they get given the ball whenever they want it. Or if it's a question of, well, look, you know, you get most out of them when they've had a good night's rest. And that's when they're at their quickest and their early spells in a day is when you're going to get most out of them. So maybe there's an element of, of culture and maybe an element of workload management and, 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 you know, not, not saving them until they've been in the hour in the field for an hour. And then, you know, all, you're already, you're losing, you're losing the best, the best hour from them in the yeah. day. I don't, I don't know, but, yeah. but yeah, let, let, let's turn to, let's turn to the, to the New Zealand card. So obviously um, Conway was the star of the show almost Almost the first man, I think, to carry his bat for 200 in his in his maiden test innings, um, which would have been been lovely. And he was very, I mean, he was out by millimeters as well when he was run out as last man. Batted for 578 minutes for around 200, and and again, amusingly, given that he he was pretty much chanceless, um, got to 200 with a fl fluky top edge six, which was yeah. pretty yeah. out of character for, uh, for for him. But but yeah, I, I like you. Tony, when I was watching about you, sometimes you watch somebody bat, and um, and and you can see that they they're a walking wicket. They look like they're 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 not they're not in control. It looks like the bowler is controlling the game. When I was watching Conway bat yesterday and, and today, he looked like he was in control. Oh, he knew where his off stump was. Oh, he knew yeah. he knew what his limitations were yeah. with his stroke play, and he played. It's like Alistair Cook built a career out of knowing that he had three good shots. Yeah, you know. And and oh, I mean certainly until he got to until he got to sixty or seventy, um, and I didn't mean that in a disparaging way to Alistair Cook. But you know, apart from his, his very very solid defence, he ran it down to third man, um, and he flicked it off his hip, um, or he pulled it. Uh, if if the if the situation maybe a square cut that you know, and he didn't play in the areas he didn't want to play, and to me Conway was doing this very much the same sort of thing. And and was playing where he wanted to play. He was leaving the ball very well, yes. um, and looked looked untroubled. Looked yes. untroubled. I agree. A te a, what I call a test test match innings. Mm. Um, yeah. 
and 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 interestingly, Nichols also played very well, I have to say. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but once he'd gone, um, we were on top. And in fact, when Broad dropped the, the catch off Robinson, mm -hmm. um, they were three twenty eight for eight at that mm -hmm. time. So that would have been three twenty eight for nine. And 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 really, we we would have hoped to. Of course, Wagner came in and played an extraordinary inning. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely superb shots. Should have promoted yeah. him to number seven immediately. But um, <laughs> ha having said all that, we might have dismissed them for uh, considerably under three fifty, or hoped to. Instead yeah. of that, they got three seventy eight, and that, that fifty runs extra for the last, effectively the last two wickets, the yeah. last wicket really in reality. If you take yeah. out a drop catch. That could make an awful lot of difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree. No, Wagner. I'm going to keep calling him Wagner. My classical, my classical music uh, education coming through. Wagner. Yeah, Wagner um, was was did very well with with the with the bat today, and just he did. But I mean, you know, when you come in with a, with a decent score on the board, and you know, you're deep into the second day of a test match, and 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 you know, why not as number eleven? Your your batsmen have, have, have given you the platform just to have a bit of a thrash, and he yeah. played. And he he wasn't a slog. He played some lovely strokes as well. It was very good. Um, but yeah, no, England did well to fight back today, and and Robinson and Wood particularly did bowl very well, and and Brace he got his first dismissal. In fact, was, Bracey was very unlucky not to have an absolutely wonderful first dismissal as a very sharp stumping off a of route yesterday, which would have been a would have been a brilliant first test um, um, test um, victim for him behind the stumps. It was a wonderful bit of glove work. He was just just um, I think it might have been um, Nichols. I think he was just in um, when um, he, he had his back foot just back. But uh, but no, that, it, so so Bracey did okay. I, I thought. I mean, he got a little bit of criticism. I saw from well, some ex pros yeah, I, on Twitter. I, I would disagree with you. I thought that uh, um, to keep wicket to to four pace bowlers is not the most difficult thing in the world, especially when they're reasonably accurate. Okay, oh, the ball swung a little bit, particularly when it got past the wicket. I I would describe his his uh, performance as scruffy. I I, I really I, he he mis mishandled quite a few, um, and it, it's very difficult for a new wicketkeeper. I didn't realise until I was I heard Rich uh, Pryor being um, interviewed the importance of a mature wicketkeeper in a test team it, it it is amazing the help he should give to the the um skipper and particularly this was a point made uh, um today by agnew um on test match special the drs system does not exist in county cricket mm -hmm. so when you come in as a wicketkeeper and it is up to you to give leading advice to the skipper mm -hmm. Uh, as to whether you think a, a, a particular decision, usually LBWs, should be uh, appealed, then you are asking uh, somebody who is completely inexperienced in the in the DRS system to take those uh, or give that advice. And I think I don't think that Butler is in any danger of losing his place. Let me put it that way. No, and and I guess there's an argument that says, well, you know, he 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 didn't let anybody down behind the stumps. You might say he was a bit scruffy, but he is probably England's fourth choice wicketkeeper. 
so you know he was adequate yes yeah yeah i, I didn't let anybody down and also i think lords is a notoriously difficult place to keep if you haven't if you're not used to it um because of the slope and because of the way the ball fades down the slope and or, or you know away from you a bit um sometimes and um can be very difficult to, to keep there so maybe they should have just just pick John Simpson for for a one-off test, maybe, but uh, that would have been what I'd have done, perhaps. Ah. But no, I, I, um, I'd be interested to see when when Bracey bats, of course, because as you say, he bats in the top three for Gloucestershire, um, and it will be interesting to see what he brings with the bat, and, and that may be where we see a point of difference from him with with some of the others. But of course, Butler and Folks and, and Bairstow can all bat as well, so it's kind of yeah, part yeah, of the course. Yeah. These days. We're, we're we're very very well off for, for wicketkeeper batsmen, yeah. and and. Yeah. and there was a lot of emphasis today on the fact that Stokes wasn't playing, Wokes wasn't available, mm. Moen, if you wanted an all-rounder spinner, he wasn't available. But a wicketkeeper batsman is, in effect, an all-rounder. And, and uh, I, uh, he, will bat at, he will bat today at seven, but I personally thinking he was a number. We're going back, repeating what we said earlier in the show, but I would have left out one of the batsmen and played him and batting at six. That's, yeah, um, yeah. The other, mm -hmm. the other thing about the the, the, bowl, the bowling, I was looking up about Wood, who I thought bowled very well today. Mm -hmm. um, his average, you know, um, in the UK is 45. Mm -hmm. And his average overseas is 23. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a staggering difference. So mm -hmm. he's obviously um, going to perform better in Australia because, let's face it, we go, and, uh, and, and if we have a hot summer against mm -hmm. India, He'll, he'll be performing better again, I think. Yeah, um, I think the problem for Woods and, and looking at those numbers, and as you know, I, I love a number in cricket, but um, but I think Wood very often has been left out in England in favour of people that swing and seam the ball more. Mm. Um, and um, and then, of course, Archer came along and took the, well, if we want to play, if we've got room for one very fast, you know, very sort of quick enforcer, yeah, then Archer's yeah. a better bowler. Yeah. So I think he's so I think poor old Mark Wood has often not played on the SEMA-friendly conditions and in England he, he as did much. suffer a few injuries as well, of course. Yeah, but yeah. Nevertheless, in matches that he's played, he's, mm. he only averages 45. True, true. He needs fast wickets. Mm. And and hopefully yeah. this summer he will get fast wickets. We will be yeah. able to test out the Indian batsman against him. Yeah. Because yeah, there's know. no doubt. And he, I mean, he's, what, six, seven miles an hour faster than any of the other bowlers in the team today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Robinson bowled very well. But again, he, he reminded me a little bit of Hendrick. Do you remember Mike Hendrick? It, a mm -hmm. tall, big guy who can move the ball and is very accurate. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a lot. He bowls a lot slower than I expected him to bowl. He, the 80 mile an hour is virtually his top speed. Yeah. And I thought he was a faster bowler than that. Um, mm -hmm. But nevertheless, that's not to take away from his performance because I thought he was good, he was accurate. And he bowled with his head as well because the, the catch, that, which was an excellent catch by Crawley, was, I think, a, a, bit, a bit of a thought-out cricket. He bowled a short one and, yeah. and he went for the hook and was caught. But, mm -hmm. um, yes, I, I don't know. I still think at the end of the day I could be wrong, but I still think we will rue not picking Jack Lynch in this match. Jackie yeah, in this yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I, I agree. I think the the lack of a spin, a front line spin option, is probably a mistake. Um, really the thing about Robinson, in terms of who he reminds me, reminds people of, and and, and I, I agree. Yeah, lots of people yeah. said this was was Hazelwood, the Australian. Oh, yeah, the Australian. Um, yeah. the, the, yeah. I mean, in terms of how he approaches the crease, his build, his his kind of action. 
unfortunately, Robinson appears to be about 10 miles an hour slower than, yeah, than that the is, that, would. that is the thing. I was thinking yeah. ahead again to Australia um, and, 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 and provided they don't consider that he, his punishment is not being paid for, for the tweets. Uh, I, I wonder, will he actually go to Australia or would you pick, uh, would he suffer because of, say, Stone, Archer, Wood, uh, Broad and Anderson and, and uh, would Robinson get in? And maybe he'll get it if, if he gets enough, if he plays against mm -hmm. India during the summer and gets enough wickets, he'll force his way in. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. we'll wait and see. Well, I suppose you'd, for, it'd be quite interesting to see him bowl on so, somewhere like Perth or, with his height um, to see what what he could get out of the out of the pitch there. He'd probably be quite a handful on a on a bouncy wicket like Perth. But um, yeah, no, inter it'd be interesting to see how he goes. So, anyway, folks that are watching and and and, uh, and listening in this evening, now, what did you think of Robinson as a bowler, setting aside the off-field stuff? Um, did you think he looked like a Test player? Did you think he? he, he he turned his arm over like a like a test test match bowler, or, or were you like like us, perhaps a bit surprised that his pace was was perhaps a little bit lower, and he was a he was a bit more Anderson Broad paced than he was Wood paced. Let's put it that way. Um, tell us what tell us what you think if you if you'd like to, and, and indeed about how England bowled bowled in general. But before we leave leave the test match, Tony, thinking about again about the New Zealand batting card, you're you're right. We did get into them a bit once we got Nichols out. I thought Nichols Nichols was one of those where he, it was a kind of um, Jonathan Trot type innings. There wasn't a lot. weren't There weren't too many um, moments in it that you would you would tell your grandchildren about um, in terms of be you know of, of his wonderful stroke play and his. But he was very very composed. knew again like Conway knew what he was doing. Um, knew his game. Chipped away. Accumulated runs. Didn't worry about you know aggressively taking the fight just just knew this is the first innings of the game we just need to accumulate runs and we've got plenty of time we've got all the time in the world um and and i thought he i thought he was very good um they probably wouldn't buy a best of henry nichols batting dvd um it, it wouldn't be wouldn't be one to it wouldn't be one to to um that's, to, that's very cool he's got he's got, <laughs> got 2150 before this series 2152 runs mm. At an average of forty-three point nine two, and he scored seven tons and ten fifties. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm joshing slightly, Tony. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a no. I, I enjoyed watching him back. Really, it was, I it was, he, um, he, it was good. He, I think he's a mainstay in the middle order. There's, yeah. there, there's going to be no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That the, the, the some of the others down below, whilst on paper they're good. They're, for instance, Jemison's average was very, very, very good. Uh, yeah. 40 something i think but 55 i think 55 was it well even so. well uh but the point was made on today that he's only actually i think had seven innings yeah and and it means that new zealand have stacked up a stack of runs in their first innings and so he has been coming in and has ended up not out and is yeah. has coming in on the back of a lot of runs being scored and can because mm -hmm. he's a very positive fit uh, play you could tell that by by his attitude to his yeah, batter. Yeah. So, yeah. and and I think he, you know increasingly he's playing T Twenty cricket as well. So I'm sure yeah. he can hit it, hit, hit it a long way if it's in his in his arc, and that's the kind of game that that you, you want him to play. So so I guess for for me looking at the New Zealand lineup and and how they played the the two positions of real interest and 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 if you anyone wants to look at my my articles on Medium you'll see I wrote about this. One was Latham was was a nailed on 
opening batsman, but they'd struggled to find somebody to to play with him. Well, I think Conway's probably secured oh. his place certainly yeah. through to the World Test Championship final with 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 that knock. And again, he looked he looked every inch a Test top order batsman. So so that's kind of job done for the um for for the um, New Zealand selectors. Yeah. The other was was Mitchell Santner coming in as a spinner. Now Santner's strike rate across the World Test Championships was 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 horrific. I mean, it's something like a wicket every 171 balls. Yeah. Um, and um, and uh, I was it was interesting to watch him bowl today. He didn't bowl very much. He only bowled two or three overs. But I was watching with real interest to see how he got on. And he didn't he didn't present like a flat arrows chucking seal up an end kind of guy. He, he looked like he was bowling with a little bit of loop and the, and looking to get it to turn and to drag the batsman onto the front foot. Um, so I was quite surprised. He got one to turn out of the rough to Burns that that beat a lot of them. The keeper yeah, the yeah. beat Burns and the keeper and went away down for buys. Yeah, um, yeah I, which just shows you again. We have to come back to Leach again, don't we? And 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 uh, perhaps the surprise that he wasn't picked. Um, I, I, I've got to give you, bearing in mind what Conway did to do today, I'm going to give you a little test team. Go on, Jennings. Keaton Jennings, Roy, Colin Monroe of New Zealand, Marcus Labashang, Conway, Glenn Phillips, BJ Watling, Tom Curran, Simon Harmer, Michael Nessa, and Neil Wagner. <laughs> Can you get the connection? Anybody out there? Anybody got any ideas of the connection? No, I don't know the connection, Tony. We'll come no, back to that at the end. If the anyone is, they were all born in South Africa ah, and played right. for other countries. Mm. And but I mean, you've got two in the New Zealand team today: Wagner and Conway. Mm. You've got Labashang, who's scoring bags of runs for for um, Australia. Uh, we've got yeah. B.J. Watling, who is playing today. He was also so they've got three in the team today, born in 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 South Africa. And Michael Nessa took some wickets today um, yeah. in the mm -hmm. county championships, and he was born in South Africa. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's quite astounding how many people. Okay, mm -hmm. some of them have left. I'm, I'm to make a point. I'm I'm, I'm cheating a little bit because some of them <laughs> left at the age of ten. You know, Roy left yeah. at a very young age. But nevertheless, yeah. they were all born in South Africa and had mm -hmm. the right to play for South Africa. Mm -hmm. That's just a little humorous aside for you. Very good. Very good, Tony. No, I, I should have I should have thought through that. I just my brain froze when you said were suggesting right. a, a test a test team with I, I, with I, Keaton I, I Jennings thought, opening. I started yeah. to panic. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was very mean on you not preparing you for the fact no, for no. that, That's all right, Tony. I, I will on you. I will I will return the favour one day with a cricket yeah. trivia question and see see what I see if I can sneak one past you. But yeah. but yeah no. So I, I have to say, looking looking at the New Zealand team last week when we we, we when we were we were saying who we thought was would win the test, I I said I thought New Zealand would just have the edge and you thought England would would probably just use home advantage to their in their favour. Um, I have to say I look at that team, um, the New Zealand team and think it's got a very well balanced batting lineup. Um, it's got genuine all-rounders, as you say, and Watling is a very good batsman who can keep wicket. The Grand Tom, Jameson, Santner can all bat very well, and Southie and Wagner showed today they were, were no mugs either. Um, you add Bolt to that, and maybe Bolt comes in for the Grand Home. Maybe I, I, you play. Uh, I might have. Sh I might have gone for New Zealand had Bolt been playing. Yeah, but of course yeah. I didn't know they wouldn't pick Leach. In my yeah. own defence, he says. Yes. 
Yes, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, I, and, I have to say, I can't see England winning it from here, whether or not, uh, because let's face it, it has been ponderous, shall we say. Uh, and and, and uh, we lost four overs yesterday and eight overs today. So the slow over rate is, is also coming into the occasion, in, uh, into the equation. So um, I don't know how you solve that problem. But mm -hmm. if, and if the pitch doesn't deteriorate, I don't know that that New Zealand bowling attack will, weak as England can be, I don't know that it will bowl England out uh, cheaply twice. But they bowl them out twice, but I don't know cheaply. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think they possibly England batting fourth. Any any Test match batting fourth is is tricky. Depends how much time. I mean, tomorrow is a, is a is a as as the third day of a Test often is is a crucial day, isn't it? If England go in at lunch, at, you know, one hundred and one hundred and seventy five for two or one hundred and seventy five for three, then you know England are probably in a good good position to draw the game unless they can whittle New Zealand out for very few when when they bat a second time around. Um, if England go into lunch and they're more, you know, and there's, there's a few more wickets down and, and, you know, the runs don't, don't really matter whether they're 160, 170, 180 or even 200. If they've got five or six or seven down by that point, then, you know, they're going to be a long way behind. New Zealand will bat again and, yeah. and can bat quite aggressively if they wish to try to, to, to give themselves a maximum amount of time to bowl England out. So I think the next session of the test, actually, the one on which will be on Friday, morning yeah, it's a very very crucial session for the test the other thing to remember is we got away with it we got we got uh, kane williamson out cheaply yeah and maybe we wouldn't get him out so cheaply in the second inning we just have yeah. to see yeah I, I think from from memory i have him averaging something like 70 odd 77 across yeah. the world test championship but so yeah he's, he's a wonderful but his, but his average in england isn't startling no it's a small uh, sample though it's a small yeah, sample yeah, i think yeah. um but uh, but yeah no but I mean again he, if he that what, what we probably don't want is one of the big four batsmen <laughs> with something to prove um, yeah. that's probably the last thing the England bowling attack needs um, is, uh, is 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 that and again I'd be very interested to see how how an attack with both Anderson and Broad in it um, get, get, gets on having bowled 122 overs in the first innings if they don't get much of a rest if England don't bat well tomorrow and they're bowling again say by tea or, or just after tea or something like that. Wouldn't have had even a day's. Well, would have had roughly a day's a day's rest mm -hmm. in the middle of the game. How many overs can you get out of Anderson and Broad off the reel? What sort of pressure does that then put on Robinson and particularly Woods? That's when Leach, the absence of Leach, might be most yeah. keenly felt. If you can't use a frontline spinner to to bowl for the best part of the session at one end and allow your fast bowlers to rotate at the other. Lots, lots of interest to come in the next next couple of days. I think the, the Friday will be a, they often call it moving day, don't they? I think in, in, in the test yeah. match, it's where it moves towards um, how, what, what kind of results will be available. But England are going to have to bat well. They could do, they, they could they could get to close to parity. Then it becomes a, a, a third and fourth inning shootout. And maybe, maybe Woods and, 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 and Anderson and Broad turn it on if the pitch deteriorates or maybe the overhead conditions um, become a little bit more favourable um, and get a bit more, bit more movement um, but I think at this point I don't know about you I probably make New Zealand favourites to win if not if not a draw 50-50 between a draw I, and, and I, New I Zealand this way, I can't see England winning unless they have an extraordinary uh, performance up until tea time tomorrow 
Yeah. Other than that, I cannot see England winning. Yeah, that vote would be to draw the match. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think that's probably probably where we are. But it's been fascinating so far. As ever with Test Cricket, um, there's there's all so many subplots and and and, and options and variables and and games within games and matchups and all sorts of things. It's it's always fascinating thinking about the, the complexity of a test match. Brilliant stuff. So um we've still got a got a couple of minutes if there's any any other comments from anyone who's watching and wanting to um um wanting to give us your thoughts on how you think the test match is gonna go. Have you been impressed with, with New Zealand so far? Have you been impressed with England? Um I think so far I'd be giving New Zealand probably an an eight out of ten so far, Tony, for the test. I think England oh, yeah. England so far England. possibly a six. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I want to say one thing about the wicket. It is what I would call a genuine test match wicket. wicket. Mm -hmm. It is it is good to bat on the side winning the toss and batting. You don't have any hesitation in, in, mm -hmm. in the choice of that sort of thing. I don't like a situation where if you win the toss, you're automatically going to bung the opposition in and hope mm -hmm. to roll them out cheaply. I will yeah. come back to just one final thing about the, the, the slow over rates. Mm. Um, Bumble or, or, or David Lloyd was giving out stink about this um, and, and he nearly went, he'd been on the field 35 minutes this morning when um, Conway called for a drink and, 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 and on came an array of, uh, of people with towels <laughs> and everything and they'd been out 35 minutes. He nearly went cracked. But he refused the stat that in, 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 in the 1950s, there were 24 overs bowled in a day. Now, okay, it was open, uh, not covered wickets. In the, in the 70s, it was down to 17 overs in a day. And now it's down to 12 plus overs in a day. And that is a, a really staggering reduction from, from it's, it's, it's almost halved in, 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 uh, mm -hmm. in 40 years. Yeah. Know. I mean, I think that's in 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 some way to do with fewer spinners, um, yeah. and spinners when they bowl tend to bowl later in games. And coming with it to produce the fact that spinners don't have yeah. the effect that they don't exactly bowl. exactly. So, true. so so I think there's there's some kind of but I would other like reasons for if anybody out there has any thoughts on what they would do about it. I have a personal little thing about it. I would penalise um, the bowling side by adding uh, at double the scoring rate i would add for the overs not bold i would double the scoring rate to the score in other words if you were if you were four overs short in a day and and the average scoring rate was 3.2 i would add uh, the four overs at, at seven overs at seven runs and over to the score as a penalty of the, of the opposition that's just a thought there may be people out there who have other ideas as to how to speed up the, uh, the, the I, I, I think in 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 england in june i think you just play until you've done the overs frankly well, you're not going to struggle for life i mean you know, I mean, uh, th there can be some travel and some crowd things when you've got a full crowd in that can make that more difficult, but not a lot's. I mean, yeah. lot's just play, just keep playing. You yeah. know, you're in the centre of London. There's plenty of tubes and buses. But, Anyone but can get. You couldn't do that in, in in India, for instance, Steve. When it's like drawing a curtain, it's 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 light one minute and it's pitch black the next. Yeah, you that's know, you true. Couldn't, you that's couldn't true. Uh, play on like that. Maybe. I, I, yeah. you know, Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see if anybody's got a good idea because yeah. I do feel the bowling side should be punished. 
I mean, we had four seamers, and that was the reason why. I mean, we were uh, there were we were uh, short yesterday, and, we, and everybody knew before the game started that we wouldn't bowl ninety overs in a day. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, Tony. Well, brilliant. It's been fantastic to talk to you about the Test match. I think it's it's absolutely great. Um, it's a fascinating game. Um, so um, we'll bring bring Mac back in, but just just to say as well for folk that have been watching, thank you very much, and thanks for your questions, particularly Amrisha for for your for your questions and for yeah, your contributions indeed. this evening. Um, follow us on on Twitter at sftv underscore cricket. That's um, as in sports fans TV. So at sftv underscore cricket. Uh, Max just brought up a, an image of of my 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 kind of profile page there, or the profile page we use. A wonderful photograph of my own batting gloves and ball um, there, just for everyone's delectation. Um, and and I put put links to all the Medium articles and the various other bits and pieces um, that we've we've done up there and, and links to where you can find um, find things. Here we go, Max put up the, the article on the uh, on New Zealand in the World Test Championships and, and there's the Australia one there as well. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. What I try to do is look at, look at some of the stats and the, and the numbers that are under and kind of underpin teams' performances and some individual players' performances to try to get to the real stories about what's what's going on. It's all, all quite interesting stuff. So plenty going on. And during the test matches and things, I try to tweet as well and and share my share my thoughts on the game as it's as it's live too. But uh, but it's but it's pretty exciting. So there you go, Mac. A, a good a good start to the test summer uh, and and a test match which is intriguingly poised. Could go anyway at the moment, um, but I think we're feeling England will probably be happy with the draw at this point. Um, and New Zealand will be looking to win the game. Yeah, thank I you, agree. thank you, boys. thank you, thank you so much. And it's been fascinating listening to you boys uh, break things down from the Ollie Robertson situation to how things have con- gone on uh, against England and New Zealand. And it's been it's, it's uh, plenty more excitement to come, plenty more games mm-hmm. to go. Um, how many more days are left? Just, uh, for, just three, uh, three more days. Three, three more days. days. Yeah, three more days. There's okay. a bit well, of rain forecast for tomorrow which is yes. always a challenge in, in England. But and I think Saturday and Sunday hopefully will be fine. So maybe a little bit of disruption tomorrow, um, which, which depending on the state of the game, can sometimes help the batsman and get some out of the way of a difficult bowling attack and sometimes helps the bowlers because it means if you keep having breaks, you keep your bowlers fresher. They can put their feet up and get a cup of tea. Yeah. So you never know. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So let's see how it all goes. So, mm. yeah, thank you so much for your analysis, boys. As always, a uh, pleasure. Um, let us know your thoughts as well. Uh, if you're listening on the on the podcast, thank you. Uh, leave your comments if you're watching uh, on the various social media uh, from Twitch, uh, YouTube and Facebook, then let us know your thoughts as well. And be sure to join us. We're here now uh, through the summer. We're here through the summer. We've been here before the summer, but we're here through the summer now. It's cricket season now. Um, forget the Euros. Follow the cricket. <laughs> And this is what this is where it's at. This is where the action's happening. So uh, to follow us, and uh, we'll, we'll see how the, the matches go. And there's uh, all the cricket that's going to go on through the summer. There's so much going on. Stuff that's been delayed. Stuff that's going on. So follow as well as, as Steve said, as you see below. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Steve. He's there. SFTV underscore cricket. Uh, he was tweeting today about uh, some of the game that was going on. And also, uh, just follow Steve as well, as you'll find out on this Twitter page, about Medium, as we brought up earlier. So that'd be great as well. So thank you for watching. Thank you, as always, boys. Thank you, Steve. Cricket guy, pleasure. Cheers, Mac. Cheers. Cheers, Tony. Thank you very much. And thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for watching the Cricket Fan Show. And we'll see you next week, 8 p.m., 
Thursday